Hi, you're listening to Idea Reads with Ezra Snyders, and today I will be talking about one of my all-time favorite books and movies of mine that I'm sure many of you guys have also read. It's called Shawshank Redemption. I think this is one of the best movies and books of all time. Um, I was referred to this when I was just a little kid, actually, probably when I was like 10 or 11 by my dad. It's one of his favorite movies as well, and I loved it. And I rewatched it over and over again. And then eventually, he actually said that there was a book, which I actually didn't know as a kid. And he said that I should read it because obviously a lot of movies leave out some uh, big details that some books have. And I just wanted to see it, see that story unfold in greater detail. Um, I ended up reading it a couple times actually and just read it more recently as well, just because I knew I forgot some of the minor details of it. But. I think it is a great story, and I'm excited to go over that with you guys today. So, the story of Shawshank Redemption, it is set in 1947, and it is essentially just about this banker named Andy that was wrongfully convicted of murdering his wife and her lover that he had caught her having an affair with, uh, He was wrongfully convicted in court and sentenced to two back-to-back life sentences in uh, Shawshank. As soon as Andy got to uh, Shawshank Penitentiary, he he hated it. Uh, He got hazed right off the bat. Uh, A lot of people saw him and thought he was weak and uh, took advantage of him. And he had a really tough time his first couple of years. Uh, He really struggled and wasn't really open to the idea of making friends at first, but Eventually, he made a couple good friends. Uh, he had a he had a pretty set group of friends after a couple of years in it. His main one being Red, who was played by Morgan Freeman. To add to the tough environment at Shawshank as well, there was a warden there that was a real hard ass Christian dude that really believed in discipline, and that made the experience at Shawshank pretty tough for everybody. Um, many of the prisoners talk at the beginning about how hopeless it is and about how Shawshank itself just, like, takes the life out of everybody. And after a couple of years, they're basically just, like, uh, on autopilot through the, last, through the rest of their time there at Shawshank. There's not much hope there, and they all kind of just walk through the years. Andy was just a bit different, though. Um, many of the prisoners, like I said, had already given up hope and didn't really try and do anything with their time. They kind of just, like, tried to find the best thing they could do to make the time pass. But Andy kind of had a little bit of hope about him. Uh, It was kind of weird at first to the rest of the prisoners, but he was looking to get a little bit more out of his experience there. Tried a couple new things, but ended up finding some pretty cool things while he was there to pass the time. Andy was a real educated dude. He was a banker, like I said, and uh, really just like riped on the education part of it. He started a library, or he expanded the library at least. There was a pretty... A dumpy library there but he expanded it and he ended up putting on some classes for some of the undereducated uh, prisoners there he also with his banking skills ended up doing a lot of tax returns for some of the guards there uh, he did a lot of the finances and stuff for the warden as well so he ended up getting real close and kind of high up with the information there in the prison while he was uh, doing a lot of the numbers and the finances behind the whole operation there So really when the actual plot of Shawshank starts up is when this new good-looking guy named Tommy comes in. He got transferred back from another prison. He comes in and he wants to get his high school education, so Andy kind of takes him under his wing and teaches him. 
gives him the ropes for all this kind of stuff. They end up becoming pretty good friends and eventually start talking about why Andy's in prison. And Tommy gets all weird about it and soon realize that Tommy has some inside information and his old cellmate had actually admitted to killing the person that was pinned on Andy. So he had information and knew that Andy was innocent and knew that he was wrongfully convicted. So Andy had Tommy go to the warden and kind of tell him the story and like told him that it was all true. And he was like, I need to go back to court and like maybe they can let me out of here with this new information that Tommy has. Um, but once that information was let out with all that paperwork and all the numbers and all the finances that Andy was doing for the warden, he didn't want him to leave. He was a real valuable asset. And he also had this inside information on some dirty work that the warden was doing some of his finances and stuff. So he didn't want him to go because he thought one, that he was valuable to him. He was doing all his numbers for cheap. And two, he might spill some information about how the warden's being a little sketchy with his finances there. So he refuses to let him get that retrial and actually ends up killing Tommy so that he can't help Andy get out any further. Uh, this is when the story gets pretty good because obviously Andy's pretty pissed about this because this was his way out. This was the only thing that was going to let him be free is that he had this new information. It was coming from another source saying that Andy was wrongfully convicted. Tommy was going to help him get out. He ends up going into solitary confinement a couple times, and the warden's really just kicking his ass, really just trying to, like, get him to shut up about it and trying to just kill his spirit, trying to kill him just to, like, so he is going to stop trying to escape. Like, he really just wants to kill his spirit is what he's trying to do. So after all this, uh, Andy now sees that there's really no hope of him getting out without Tommy. So this really kickstarts why and, like, how he's going to try and escape from Shawshank. So it turns out he's actually been digging a hole for a while with this hammer he got from Red at the beginning. So he's been digging this hole in the wall, um, and he ends up crawling through these tunnels and like going through the sewage pipes and ends up popping out up outside. He successfully escapes, and then it later shows that while he was doing the numbers for the warden, he was like setting up this whole new identity for himself and actually uh, got a bunch of the funds that the warden was making transferred to his name while he was outside. So as soon as he got out, he went to a bank and took out a bunch of money. And so he ended up successfully escaping and getting himself a lot of money when he got out. So Andy successfully escapes and he gets a car and drives down to Mexico to this place that he'd been talking about the whole time he was in prison. Later on, Red gets out and Andy had given him some instructions on how to find him once he was out. So he ended up getting out, making his way to Mexico and him and Andy reunite there. And it's all one big happy ending, and it's awesome. So yeah, that's kind of just a quick summary of Shawshank Redemption. Uh, I just think that's an awesome storyline, and I love it, and I can't get enough of it. Um, there's thousands of uh, movies and books and stuff about prison escapes, and I just think this one really stands out. Um, it's really inspiring to me. Uh, I love how he just keeps hope the whole time that he's there. And above all, I just love how he outsmarts everybody. I think that's awesome. And I love watching little movies and stuff about how people are so much smarter than people and can do all this figuring on the inside to get their way out or to like get what they want out of someone they don't like. I love that. Especially because of how mean the warden and the guards were to them and all that stuff. I love that he's able to take advantage of them. 
uh, kind of just use their hard-headedness against them and use his smarts as a financer to end up escaping and take all the warden's money. I love that. I think it's an awesome story. And on top of that, just the way that he has him escaping from prison, it's a really well-thought-out plot. Um, I really like how he'd been plotting this escape, digging this hole the whole time he'd been there, but didn't even tell anybody about it. Usually all these prison escapes are some, like, huge, like, mass, like, everybody escapes all at the same time, and obviously that's pretty unrealistic. But this one, he'd been in there for many, many years, been planning this escape all by himself, did it all on his own, and... I just think it's a real good story. There's so many little details that I like, too. Like, uh, just, like, when he leaves, he just, like, he outsmarts the warden, gets all his money, and I just think it's a real good storyline in that way. All in all, really my taste is honestly just a little bit cheesy, but just, like, the self-empowerment type of things. I really read a lot of those, like, inspiring, like, healthy and, like, self-empowering type of So that's going to just about do it for my first podcast here on Idea Reads. Um, long story short, I really do suggest the story of Shawshank Redemption, whether it's the book or the movie, whatever have you. I think it's an awesome story. I would suggest it to anybody. Um, I saw it as a little kid, so it doesn't even matter if you're kind of young. And it's also a very sophisticated story. You kind of notice some more details as you get older and smarter. It's worth seeing once, it's worth seeing twice. I've probably seen it around 10 times and it's still not even old to me. So would suggest that Shawshank Redemption and hopefully I can do a couple more of these podcasts just the same. Thanks.